You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! the sixth one. Six is a special number. It really is. Six is, uh, six, someone say six is magic. Did somebody say six? Oh, I'm sorry, you just said sex instead. I, it's, uh, it's number sex. We're looking for sex, daddy. Sex. And, uh, you know that sex in German means six. Six. I, I learned that from European vacation. Uh, it, it also reminds me that I have yet to have a sixth son <laughs> in my life, so... 
So I uh, I apologize. We were supposed to start at nine o'clock, and it's now nine eighteen. And it's nine eighteen because as I was sitting down to start, my cat ran into my bedroom and then wiped its cat ass all down my bed like this big streak <laughs> of fucking cat ass juice starting at the pillow, going all the way down. So we had to uh, we had to deep bed. Had to go chase the cat around. It was uh, it was a whole thing. Did you just say cat ass juice? Cat ass juice. That sounds like a band was, was that on my bed. Horde tour. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Did you see cat ass juice? They have the best DJ. <laughs> yeah, they've got a. It's like a band. I can't wait for that trend in hardcore. Again, is <laughs> the uh, the band, but also a laptop DJ with them, <laughs> or maybe somebody spinning like records. Like so, you have like a, a hardcore sample thrown in. I've probably just given like ten people a really bad idea. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Listen, I'm I'm just gonna kind of be the DJ slash uh, hype man. Hype man, you know, you know get right. ready. That is absolutely gonna happen. Mark, right? Have it you ever down. seen a hardcore band with a uh, with a hype man? Yes, laptop, yeah. laptop that's hardcore rough. with hype man. Yeah, that's a million. <laughs> that's a, like a I won't say a million dollar. That's like a ten thousand dollar idea. It's got to be a couple hundred if you're in the right part of the country. You pay off that recording bill, and after you pay off the fucking posters that just sit in the warehouse, uh, <laughs> you know, like in a couple years, maybe you'll make a little bit of paper off that. Uh, it's Northern Florida's finest cat ass juice. Cat ass juice, man! Oh my god, are you going to Sound and Fury? I wouldn't miss it. Cat ass juice is playing. <laughs> Can't wait. We know we just we just made a made a great idea for somebody to steal. Yeah, absolutely. This is uh, this is an open forum for ideas. So uh, first person to get on that one, I guess loses. I don't. Know. <laughs> we, we definitely don't win. First person to steal our awesome idea to form a band named Cadass Juice uh, that in, that involves uh, not I guess upbeat hardcore with a with a positive tinge. A lot of maybe a lot of pomade. Um, uh, <laughs> a lot of pomade. A lot of uh, yeah, it's a lot. A lot of hype, man. That's hype that's man. what I need out of uh, out of cat ass juice. A lot of hype, man. Cat ass juice. Man. Cat ass juice is better than fucking Malibu Road, man. <laughs> if you're familiar so, with this uh, Cialis commercial, <laughs> Malibu Road is the greatest fake band ever. If you take your woman, I mean the the the. During football, they they show they show a Cialis commercial. And if There's a what, shocker. And if you don't know what Cialis is, it allows you to perform with your wife. Uh, it's like it's like a when you're no longer attracted to your wife and you have a hard time getting a hard on, you get a subscription or a prescription for a subscription to yeah. Penthouse Forum. First of all, <laughs> then you get a prescription for Cialis, so you can get a, a thick one. And plug your wife and get that romance going again. But stop fighting for one. You can make it from one state to the next without, you know, like without too much fighting. Yeah, you can. You know, it's like you can argue about there's ice in the fucking recycling bin. Or the fuck. <laughs> oh, the if you are are you gonna call the city about that tree that fell down in our yard? It's been like a week. Uh, why don't you pop a Cialis and fuck me real quick? How about that? I've asked you several times to do this. I've asked you several times. Uh, we've got a 45-minute window where the kids are uh, at, at football football practice and ballet practice. Um, and uh, we've got our little sexy window here. Are you going to pick up the kids after, after your Cialis or not? 
tell you what, I was gonna just p- tell me now. Just tell pop- me now, because if you won't, I will. That's all. I'm just hun, asking hun, if hun, you will. Hun. Uh, I will pop the Cialis, then I will go pick up the kids, and then we will fuck quietly in the, pan- in the pantry <laughs> against the wall. Now, um, I don't know where how we got on that tangent, married Hans and yeah. Andrew. <laughs> that got weird. Uh, I do not, you know, whereas it's, as obesity has taken over my body, it has become an issue, uh, maintaining a hard-on during sex. I, I had some sex over the summer. And a uh, woman I slept with in particular was, no matter what I said to her, she was like, what's wrong with me? Why are you so nervous around me? And I couldn't explain that physiologically, um, blood isn't flowing to all of my body as much because it, my body has to take care of a lot more body. You know? <laughs> it's not always about you, girls. If your man loses his, his heart, um, it's not always about you. It's probably about you. Now you this this you, this wasn't like uh, like a bike punk or something though that didn't you know smell like the back of a laundromat or something disgusting like that. No, I mean it was well. Mm, yeah. No, mm-hmm. no, it was uh, no. Well, kind of actually. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was. I think you could be forgiven for that. Then it's all right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but no, that wasn't the reason. I'm total. Like I said, I I enjoy the company of a natural woman. Don't don't shave ever. It's fine. And um, you can do whatever you want, you know. And but I, it was just not my time, <laughs> which was sad because it was like the first, you know, it was like the first little uh, field I plowed in a little, little little bit. So it was a sad day when I couldn't perform, and I felt equally pathetic because I had many empty soda cans wedged between the wall and my bed. <laughs> Well, you know what? I forgive you. Thank you, Andrew. You forgive me, and I and uh, hopefully that we'll, we can get a Cialis um, uh, sponsorship out of this. Without question, I think that's uh, our demographic and Cialis's uh, advertising demographic <laughs> you know, are uh, are squarely equal. Shout out to our Tumblr followers because you make that shit really interesting. I just have to yeah. say, I, I have, I'm not. Well, I'm not versed in anything anymore. I don't know what these bands are. Uh, I'm out of touch. A little bit. But um, <laughs> I think people are interesting. People show like dirty pictures and fucking funny screen caps and all that other stuff that I, I like. Thank you, uh, 116 Tumblr followers. I follow you right back. I watch this shit like a hawk. We've got I was f- wondering what happened because I finally got back on our Tumblr and I opened it up and all of a sudden there's just <laughs> massive amounts of shit where I'm like just scrolling through trying to figure out what happened. It was you following everybody yeah. that followed us. Because uh, I'm, you know, what I'm doing is I'm following, hoping that there's a woman that's following us and then that she'll internet, in, initiate an internet relationship with me. Um, all right, that's all. So if you're out there, don't be bashful, girl. Um, <laughs> Uh, so it's been it's been just actually just about a week since uh, last it's time we did been, this. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's been uh, just about a week since we did this last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in your worlds, in your Facebook, in your Tumblr uh, 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 travels, what are people freaking out about this week? Oh well, uh, people are freaking out. Uh, the, I work for state government, and people are freaking out because they'll be no longer uh, able to own a gun, uh, which is weird because I. A large group of my friends, like my friends list or whatever, <clears throat> are really sad about that. <laughs> yeah. I was <laughs> unaware of how many people I knew that were really, really passionate about uh, about guns. Look, motherfucker, I like Rambo as much as the next asshole. 
All right, but look, <laughs> no, I just you know who cares? Honestly, you you um, people like to watch a lot of television, and I think that. It translates to uh, just implied, like, I guess, like, Ron Paul followers are really big on, like, natural rights versus mm-hmm. legal rights. And it's, they're like, well, the Second Amendment is our natural right. No, it's not, because it's written on a piece of paper. Like, when yeah, I'm I don't born, know what that means, exactly. Like, when I'm born, when I popped out of my mom, mother's pussy, breathing, air, oxygen, I, I have a right to live. Uh, I have a right to, to seek food. I mean, I guess you've got a right to throw a rock. I mean, if yeah, you want to get super literal about it, all right. I mean, okay. I don't have the right. It's not my natural right to to own an. I mean, it would be really fucking cool to own an Uzi. <laughs> let's, not get, let's not get it twisted. But uh, it's very short. I don't want to make this. Uh, I don't want to go on a political tip here. But um, it, I just think everybody is kind of like. I thought people were trolling at first because I'm like, were you really that hickish? That and. 2013, you really give a fuck about any of this stuff. I always thought it was like old. That was like a really old, old person like uh, concern. Like, oh, I can't own a gun. Like, oh, what are we gonna do now? You know, like if someone's gonna run up and kill me, they're gonna find a way to kill me. I'm not gonna be able to, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to stop them. And if I, sh- but then when I shoot them, that'll be that'll jam me up even more. Like, oh, was it self defense? Wasn't like whatever, you know. I'm curious to see how many people on both sides of how many people who are uh, just saying dumb, loud shit have ever fired a gun. I'm, <laughs> I'd be curious to see those numbers. I don't know. Believe me, people on my friends list have, follow, have fired a lot of guns. I mm-hmm. had every single person who adds me from high school, and they uniformly are like, uh, you know, from my cold, dead hands type of people. Uh, well, I feel like those part. are the people that have fired a gun at, like, at a police officer. Yeah, that's true. They've probably fired... <laughs> <laughs> they probably pulled a Magnum PI at one point. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely, I mean, definitely at a stop sign. That's a given. But uh, you know, like take a, a fucking a quick shot at a state trooper across a highway. Sure, the guy, the type of dudes who like shoot at road signs. Like you see, oh yeah, X and six, and there'll be like seven thousand fucking bullet holes in it. Not that That'll I, show them. Not that I've never done that before or anything, <laughs> but uh, it's fun as hell. I'm sorry. I think if guns should be legalized for like funny things, like uh, if you pull it on, if unloaded, but you pull it on somebody, like pull it on like a lady, and they'd be like, "Oh my god!" And then it's actually unloaded. You know, what I mean? it'd be funny. I'm into pranks, man, big time. Um, <clears throat> now I don't think. I mean, uh, people freak out about a lot of stuff, and, and I'm as much as I am on Facebook, I don't. Uh, people like the problem is I have like a my my friends list has like mad sour flavor because mm-hmm. it's like I worked briefly at a nightclub so the, the, like a lot of people added me who like wanted to fucking get shows so it's like a lot of raver fucking people which is the worst and then a Good lot dialogue. of people, and then a lot of people I don't know and then like I I added a lot of sports figures so they don't have anything to fucking freak out about. And and then it's like, um, oh, you know, I watching Downton Abbey and that shit's awesome and like it's really boring, man. So I don't really have a lot, <laughs> I don't have a lot to uh, report, sadly, about. All right. The uh, aside from guns, which was on my list too, the other thing that I have people freaking out about on my end of the world is uh, Snapchat. I think it's what it's called. Or uh, hang yeah. on a second, let me find out. Is that like a, that's like a dirt, that's like a sexual chat? Uh, right? Yeah, Snapchat. Yeah, it's. Um, 
I guess it's just like a straight up sexting app where you just uh, like you take a picture of your dick and you send it to people, but it's only available for like five seconds, and uh, that's and then it, it's off into the ether. No, well, is it is it like uh, is it like a grinder type thing, or is it like grinder for heteros? Because I'm looking for them. That's like my holy grail, grinder for heteros. I think it's would, it's would... anybody, but the thing that people are freaking out about is. Uh, that apparently nobody thought about the fact that you can take screenshots with with the iPhone. No. Okay. So the 10 second rule no longer applies to anyone who's quick enough to take screenshots. <laughs> okay. Um, which I don't understand what people are freaking out about because the same people who are sending pictures of their cock to people when it was, you know, it stayed forever, that didn't stop them before. So I don't know what the the big fucking deal is. I think people just like to... People are excited to have something to freak out about. You know, I can honestly say that I've never... hmm, Let me think, though. Let me think about this before I say it. Wait, yep. Think on it. I don't think I've ever... Justin, have you ever sent a picture of your cock to somebody? No, no. Definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, I don't think I have either. I think maybe... You know what? Uh, one, t- one time. Uh, I- yeah, because I think I can I can refute that. Wait, wait. Not that, thankfully, I don't believe I, you've never sent me a picture of your cock, and I appreciate it. Uh-huh. Um, but I think the epic uh, overnight drive number ten story will uh, will feature uh, uh, some cock shots. I didn't even have a fucking smartphone. What are really? All right. Oh, <laughs> I know. I'm gonna have to figure that out then. No, I didn't have a fucking no. I took right. jerk off videos in bathrooms and then I had to, had to to show her later. But I didn't uh no, but I didn't send her cock shots. I'm sorry to burst anybody's fucking right. macabre blue fantasy about that tour. I mean that's overnight drive ten will definitely detail that tour because that is the lowest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> and, and this is gonna tease some people to keep listening, but no, I would admit it, you know, and I've sent some wild shit, I, I, uh, and, and it's in the vault somewhere, you know, um, yeah, I, 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 in the interest of, uh, I don't know what it was, see, I was on such a fucking, I was on such a spirit quest or something on that, my whole, honestly, now, on the serious tip, like, bipolar disorder is nothing to fucking joke about, uh, it's crazy, and it is really crazy when you re- all of a sudden are with people who you don't really like socially recognize, so you just feel like yep. you can do whatever you want. It's kind of strange, you know? <laughs> Undiagnosed, unmedicated, happened in the middle of a tour. Not an excuse, but you know what? It became perfectly normal to like not lock a venue bathroom door, but prop myself against the venue bathroom door and set my camera that also took videos on a sink and take jerk-off videos. Take jerk-off videos. But the problem was, in one of the jerk-off videos, which I may post, uh, one of the jerk-off videos, uh, the person actually tried to get in the bathroom. (laughs) And they push hard and... Someone's in here. Someone's in here. And I feel bad that... It always comes back to me jerking off in a public place and somebody fucking walking in on me because that's the last two fucking podcasts have been about that. What if that was you were in Missoula, Montana, and you're uh, you're doing a jerk off video and somebody walks in, but it's the same guy with the fucking goggles from Amazing Net and Troy from fucking like <laughs> years point, before. At that point, I would let him blow me. I All mean, right, that makes he, sense because that would be kismet. It'd be like the the guy from the diner in fucking Spokane. Listen, we can keep running. 
we can just keep running with this. You know, you don't have, you don't need. That's what really happened, actually. Uh, when All right. I was in Canoga Park, California, when I did leave the band, I, uh, <laughs> I uh, actually left the airport and hooked up with the guy with goggles, and I uh, had been living in Los Angeles instead. All right. He was he was a pilot. That's why he had the goggles. He just he flew a uh, World War II biplane. <laughs> he did. It was like he was like Snoopy. It was great. <laughs> Yeah, actually, it all makes a lot of sense. He made me call him Snoopy when we were we were doing it when we were when we were heiny bopping. That's when they uh, is that Snoopy's me. weird like uh, vagabond cousin that was always like on the in the cartoon randomly that had like the mustache and the weird. Oh hair. man, <laughs> like uh, or like normal. I can't, remember, I can't remember what that damn dog's name was, but uh, <laughs> it existed. Like the normal or the gray Scooby Doo, like the yeah, uh, like yeah, yeah. the yeah man, you know. This, the people that are listening right now I have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. But, uh, Trust when? me, there was, this, there was uh, like a, a wander Snoopy. Like a, like a hippie Snoopy. <laughs> a rogue Snoopy. Yeah, there was. He had a mustache, he had a little hat. I, remember was he an, I was think he, it was Spike. Was he a member of Cat Butt Juice? He probably he would, was. Without a doubt. It was Spike. He wore a fedora. <laughs> probably a Burning Man when they played. I oh. <laughs> Overnight Drive 10. Overnight Drive 10. Tune in. That is going to be the... Um, Wow, we may have you know like uh, guest interviews, maybe. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's we're building up to a story that is actually pretty sad. But um, <laughs> hey, you know, uh, in the interest of being completely honest, and and I think a few people have mentioned on the Tumblr, people have really been utilizing the uh, ask function on the Tumblr, yep. which I appreciate a lot. We've gotten forty-eight questions in the past two weeks. Which I think want to get in some of these and see uh, see if we can illuminate some lives. Let's get on the internet and see. um, Somebody asked. Somebody asked, "Who's your favorite drummer of all time?" Which I appreciated. His name is Carlos Vega. Stuart Copeland. Yeah. Uh, Stuart Copeland needs no introduction. Was a uh, member of the Police. Carlos Vega uh, was a a, uh, famous session drummer. He still got his start with uh, a guy named Dave Grusin. Who uh, wrote the St. Elsewhere theme song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with a, uh, and I was a member of the, uh, a group called the GRP All-Stars. It was formed by uh, Lee Rittenauer, uh, a jazz. He was a fusion guy. Uh, he ended up playing drums for James Taylor at one point with Leland Sklar as, as his rhythm section. Um, <clears throat> killed himself uh, with and left no note at age, 40, wow. at age 48. Uh, All right. Uh, Came home from a tour. I mean, killed himself after coming home from a James Taylor tour. Now, what does that tell you about? That's not so hard to understand. It's not so hard to understand, man. I'd probably put a gun in my mouth if I had to play, uh, you know, Mexico every night. But, you know, you got to love... Because every time he hit the hi-hat, he probably made five bucks. You know, it's amazing. Yeah, I was going to say, you got a good paycheck coming out of that. <laughs> got that payday. Are you on the Tumblr? Can you look at these questions? I am on the Tumblr right. for the first time in, uh, like, two weeks. I was able to get on the Tumblr. Man. A lot of Sean Duty love, man. Everybody wants Sean Duty to get on the podcast. Have you gotten on him about getting? Because I know you see him <laughs> I every really week. I suspect that like half these questions are in fact Sean Duty himself. Uh, <laughs> so that, uh, that may explain the large. Well, as of a couple of days ago, Sean Duty is committed. Sean Duty is booked to be on Overnight Drive. He is committed. Yo, next weekend I'm going to come down and we're going to do Overnight Drive live. I'm ready. All right, and we're going to get him in a room. We're going to be two in a room. It might be a two-hour extravaganza episode where we can um, delve into the wonderment that is our dynamic. Abbott and Costello um, 
Ricky Gervais and Carl Pilkington. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> My rule for him would be he has to drink like a shot of something anytime he mentions magazine. Well, we're gonna have to take him to the hospital for alcohol poisoning if that's the case. That motherfucker would be the first time. That motherfucker might be the last fan of the band magazine left in the the universe. But yeah, he did have that magazine shirt. Remember that. We've got a question here that says, "One time I tried to send Sean Duty nudes and he asked me for my favorite railroad system instead." I uh, I don't know. That doesn't seem like a serious question, man. Uh, I don't know. Sean Duty loves trains. My man loves loves a train. He's not like a uh, he's not a foamer or anything, but he does love. You know, you know what foamers are? I have no idea. Foamers are people. I heard this on a, a morning radio show on the way to work. Foamers are people who get sexually turned on at the sight of locomotives. Is that right? Yeah, swear to God. There's a video of a guy actually in upstate New York who, uh, upstate New York has like the North Country Railway where you can go from I think outside of Glens Falls all the way up to Lake Placid on like mm-hmm. an old timey you know choo choo, <laughs> and um, this guy literally was like uh, coming while I mean he was making coming noises, but like seeing the uh, locomotive. Now I don't think Sean Duty's on that level yet, but he does have a quite an affinity. For the railway systems, especially the Delaware and Hudson railway system, and um, you know, good for him. Whatever, I don't get it, but whatever, cool. <laughs> it's cool. I like it. Right, what else I, we got in Tumblr? Uh, um, uh, somebody asked me if I speak German. Uh, no, I don't. I speak uh, poor, uh, hacky German. Like I can say, um, uh, "Willkommen in Berlin, Deutschland, Halle." Uh, I have no idea. I am a mineral of Asabita. I have no. That's it. That is uh, one mineral water, please. And what I said before that, Willkommen uh, in Berlin, Deutschland. I have no idea. It's the it's the intro. <laughs> it's the intro to uh, the Neil Young Live in Berlin album. <laughs> I just memorized it. I have no idea. Um, uh, that's what they shouted Indiana Jones as he gets away in the biplane, being uh, being flown by <laughs> Snoopy's cousin. <laughs> But I could say that in a few different ways. And it sounds like, I mean, I've impressed people before. But I, I've actually, uh, my ex-girlfriend, I actually convinced her that I spoke German because I used to say that into a phone that had no phone call on it. Just to make her think that I knew how to speak German. <laughs> Amazing, right? The, the depths you will sink in order to get that cutty, man. It's fucking terrible. Well played. Well, oh, hello, welcome in Berlin, Deutschland. Hola, I know not mean Oh my God, you're oh so worldly. God. You're so worldly. Take off your yeah. Take off your trousers. You're so worldly. <laughs> For every German word you say, I want you to take off a, 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 a corresponding article of clothing. <laughs> um, no, sorry. Um, <clears throat> A lot of people giving me fucking shit about what I'm eating, you know. I don't fucking... Saw that? Yeah, sorry, Jack LaLanne. I mean, I don't need your fucking uh, Susan Powder stop the madness fucking trip. <laughs> um, somebody said that they're going to be listening to, uh, listening to episodes two through five on a 20-plus hour road trip from Boston to Arkansas. I yeah, think I just we, read that right now. I, I Jesus we, Christ. I think we actually made that drive once. Were you on that... You were, you were on the Half Heart Tour. Yes, you were. I was, <laughs> yes. yep. I, uh, we did uh, Albany to Austin. 
<laughs> Remember we stayed in the in Arkansas? We stayed in like the cinder block room with no windows. Oh my god, with that dog. There was a dog behind the door that all the dog wanted to do was get in there and murder, murder us. us. Yeah, and I'm like, when we fall asleep, the dog is definitely going to break through that hollow 100%. panel door. <laughs> Which was cool, because we had already, we made the choice. What's the name of that fucking town in Pennsylvania that has, has a fire under down below? It's Centralia. Centralia. So we went to Centralia. We're like, this is cool. You know, we... You know, we uh, decided to. Well, yeah, we can make it to Arkansas tonight. You know, like that that tour logic you get into when, you, when you're like, oh, you just look at a map and you're like, seven hundred. Not miles. doing anything else. Let's just do it. Yeah, fuck it. That's ten hours. I mean, because we're going a hundred miles an hour. It's amazing. Um, so you know, we make it to like Arkansas at like nine in the morning, and Duder, uh, I forget who it is, lets us in, and uh, lets us into this this murder den. <laughs> where the dog had pissed on the floor. And, I think uh, it was technically a workout room, but it was definitely like oh, a workout right. room you would find in like a compound. <laughs> yeah, it was a compound. The door swung behind us and closed ominously. Um, that was cool. Uh, that was neat. And then we made it to Austin and we thought we were fucking hot shit. <laughs> we joined the tour. I, I don't remember any of that second were, leg of that drive. Like, a, it's a t- my it, entirely blank memory yes, going from Andrew, Arkansas to Austin. See, that was... Andrew was Les Miserables on that tour. Uh, I remember that uh, <laughs> we were going through Texarkana, and I'm, like, half asleep, and I'm like, we need to find the Legend of Boggy Creek monster. And everyone was just looking at me like I was a fucking dickhead, so I don't think no, I spoke for the rest of the trip. <laughs> you know, I don't think I looked at you like you were a dickhead, man. I never would do that. Oh, and then there was a show in uh, North Carolina where somebody pulled a knife. And there were a bunch of other knives that were found at that show. And a gun. That was cool. Jesus. Yeah, you don't remember a lot of that, do you? Oh, you remember throwing the football around, man? You don't remember any of that shit. No, North Carolina, I don't remember that one. That's weird. Yeah, man, I remember in uh, in Houston where uh, where that guy almost stabbed you because you didn't want to buy drugs. <laughs> like one of our first or second tours... Uh, um, you know, we we play, we had booked the tour ourselves, because nobody gave a shit about us then, uh, at all, and so we booked the tour ourselves, blah, 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 we got in a van, book a show in, like, a collective space on the outskirts of Houston, like, where all the check-cashing places are, and the fucking laundromats, and, uh, it's really, sh- I mean, there's, I, I doubt there's a nice part of Houston, I mean, really, <laughs> let's be real, but it was a, it was a shit dump, and it was hot, and we were tired. Um, we are playing a place down the street from a rebar factory, so the entire air is thick with, like, steel dust, iron dust, you know, and it's a terrible place to live. And in the middle of all of it, there's a artist collective space, because of course there is. In an old, like, burned-out service station. Yeah, like InfoShop, Zine Library, fucking mm-hmm. dogs on fucking bear chains and shit. Uh... Woman who I believe is dealing something. I don't know. It was an okay show. I remember. But I, I remember that I was perspiring a great deal. I was actually quite heavier back then than I am now. If you can imagine. And um, so I'm changing my shirt and I'm shirtless. Which should be reason enough for anyone to stay away. But uh, <laughs> this guy, uh, this Vato, this, uh, I believe is from south of the border, uh, comes up to me. On a, on a four-wheeler. <laughs> and says, hey, man, I got that. It's just, you know, something. Some fucking movie drug talk. Like, hey, I got that weed, man. You know, whatever. And I was like, no, I'm not interested. Because back then I was nailed to the fucking X, right? 
And um, plus, it's just, it's just good sense to not, uh, you know, not buy weed from the guy in the four wheeler. No, because because to... he was down the street, and I had probably had a ride on with him on the four wheeler, which in retrospect might have been kind of fun. Maybe I should right. maybe I shouldn't have big timed him so much. But um, <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm good, I'm good. And he fucking stand, gets off the thing, the four wheeler. And pushes me on my shoulder and pulls a knife. And he's like, you sure you don't want this fucking weed? <laughs> pulls a knife and is asking me, are you sure you don't want this fucking weed? And all I can say, pasty, shirtless, <sighs> man boobs, stinking. I was like, I'm really sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, real, I'm really sure. I don't want your weed, dude. And uh, he just looks at me like I'm pathetic because I am. And he gets on his four-wheel and rides away, but he's riding away, and he's, like, kind of talking to, like, his other dudes, and I'm like, holy fuck, we have to get out of here now! <laughs> I remember you came back to the show and walked up to me, like, we have to go, have like, to go right now. Right we, now. Gotta we have to go <laughs> to now. Go. We haven't loaded out. We haven't done anything. People are, like, vibing, you know, hey, dude, hey, we should stay here tonight, you know? Everybody's, like, kind of feeling this, like, weird place, and we're like, nah, so we take off. But you remember the place where we're going to shower, is that dude's house with the kid and yeah. they're drunk. And he was talking about getting an escort for his like 13-year-old son and they're drunk as hell. <laughs> yep, I remember. And he's like, hey, fuck these fucking dudes. Follow us to my house, man. So we start following him. And we're like, uh, the dude is weaving all over the road. Oh, my God. Drunkest driver I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like pulls up on the fucking median, knocks over the flower beds and shit. You send us flower beds. Go figure and uh, we're like, uh, and then I see the uh, the sign for the highway, and I'm just like, peace. And I just get on the highway. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> and we're like, beep, beep. And they just look over and give us a thumbs up. Like, they understand why we're not following them to watch his 13-year-old son fuck a prostitute. And, you know, maybe get fucking, maybe I get our shit stolen. <laughs> you know, that's really good. You know, there's something to be said about that, though. At this time, we didn't stay at uh, at our friend's house who uh, who allowed us to come over. But after a show... Having us just come over and shower at your spot and play Street Fighter 2 for 20 minutes before we hit the road, man, that's nice. That's nicer than letting us stay in some spots. Yeah, no let, shit. It, let us, like, unwind for a few minutes with your fucking weird drunk friend and his kid. Awesome. <laughs> I remember I really... schooling all of you guys at Street Fighter 2. That was my one claim to fame. Hey, I really, really like the way you put that, Andrew. You are. Oh, thank you. You are like the Hemingway. Of podcasts, well, we're gearing up to do another weekend right now, and I'm I'm like terrified as to where we're gonna spend the night in Boston. Yeah, you know what? What's this we stuff, man? Because I'm not in the band, and you know what? That hurts my feelings when you say that shit. <laughs> you want to come and get a hotel room? We'll just fucking we'll chill out. We'll do a live song or I do think, a, a you know live what? show. Honestly, at this point, uh, as the, the years have traversed, I think if I went on a tour with you guys, it would be a fucking hell of a lot of fun. Honestly. <laughs> I, because I wouldn't do shit. I'd be like, I'd play a cup. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I'd be like uh, when uh, fucking, uh, what's that name? What's the dude that fucking left the stupidly Roger, what's it, Roger Taylor? What's the name of the, what's the, name of the dude who left the Rolling Stones? Oh, what the, oh, uh, wasn't, wasn't it actually Ian Stewart? No, it was not. Ian Stewart is the uh, singer of uh, Screwdriver. <laughs> the other Ian Stewart. Oh, Ian Stewart. The other Ian Stewart? No, no, no. Yeah, That's I think the there was an Ian Stewart player. who played keyboards for no, the Rolling Stones. I'm talking about Mick Taylor, the guitarist. Oh, uh, okay. Because you guys are the Stones, man. But Ian Stewart was the guy that was, like, too ugly to be in the Rolling Stones. Well, I, oh, without know, a doubt. Okay, yeah. so he I am was Ian. An ugly, he was an ugly son of a bitch. Like, that's true. So I am I am Ian Stewart also, because yeah. I am way too <laughs> ugly to be in self-defense family as it stands. 
No, no, I uh, I am like the McTaylor. I would get up on stage and play an old jam. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Justin just showed me a picture of Ann Stewart, and he is in, he looks like Jerry Reed, looking yeah, ugly as hell. <laughs> Jerry Reed, when you're hot, you're he hot. looks like other Ian Stewart after the crash. <laughs> oh man, let's lift this up on. a second. Have either of you ever experienced a glory hole? Oh, have, I'm, Justin, gonna I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'm gonna say no. Justin, have you ever gone to a dirty glory hole? No, I've not. Justin is not. I have never gone to a glory hole either, although I've been in the presence of one. Uh, that is <laughs> I feel like you've been in the presence of a few from that amazing .net story. Well, no, because see, if I really wanted to to, to let the barrel blow, I would have went to. Uh, Went to the glory hole. But God, there's something really... Sh- I mean, I think I always... Whenever... I, if I ever put my penis through a glory hole hole, I would immediately think there's like a guy with like comical... Comical like old-timey scissors like ready to chop my cock off. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's uh, There was an episode of out. The Shield where there was a guy running around with rat traps that would glory hole people fucking uh, rat trap them. Wow. Uh, I have no, uh, I, I have no interest in going to a glory hole. It just doesn't doesn't do anything for no. me. But if I did, that would have fucked me up. Like that, that's a fucking horror show to think about. So, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, even uh, even if I had the inclination, that would have now, fucking shut it down. I've seen pornos uh, where guys go to a glory hole thinking that there's a hot girl on the other side. And then she like goes into the room next door, and then he goes it's the there. The entire episode of Hot, uh, it's always Sunny or Dennis and uh, Danny DeVito. Oh yeah, they end up hooking up in the glory hole. They end up hooking up in the glory. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like a hot chick, and um, uh, but then she goes in the room, and there's also a guy in there, and then the dude ends up getting blown by a guy. Um, I, I I kind of assume that's always the uh, the thing with glory holes. Yeah, that's like more of that's like not a hetero thing. It's like oh man, you know, it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, man, I'm really trying to score with a girl. I'm gonna go down to the glory holes. It's like, <laughs> or is that there's that Ricky Gervais story about how his friend got blown in a glory hole and then he went outside to see who blew him and it ended up being his dad. Oh, <laughs> his dad blew him. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, that would have been I can't with that. That's too much. I can't imagine my dad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know my I can't imagine my dad being sexual. You know? Yeah. That's not because it's gross. I mean he has the he had the porno dice. I'm sure he you know, he at least caps off. But um <laughs> uh, I just can't imagine him like like really taking it to my mom, you know. My mom is like such a docile creature, my dad is such a you know I can, you know, and I get a lot of my depravity from my father, so I can imagine him. Him trying to trying to plug. Never mind, Dad. If you're listening, <laughs> so I encourage my dad to listen. Uh, my, I, I'm waiting for the day that my family member tunes in to uh, the Tumblr and reads that passage I wrote about uh, my homosexual experimentation. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna uh, you're gonna see you know your old man come up in the caller ID and you're gonna know. You know, even if he calls every day, for some Let's reason go. you'll know before you pick up the phone. Yeah. Like, oh, this is the phone call. Hey, this is where yeah, it gets weird. An Italian guy from Staten Island. What, what would he have to say about me uh, messing around with guys? <laughs> Although I did compare uh, being sexual with a man. I compared it to ordering carnitas at Chipotle. Uh, it is. It's uh, not good enough to order again, but it wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, it's like, oh, well, that, that's new. That's different. It does taste like pork. I will say that. But uh, <laughs> uh, not again. No, I'm going back to chicken. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm actively seeking women. 
actively seeking like if this was my OkCupid okay profile I'd be like I'm only actively seeking with people who identify as women or the female gender right now um, even though I, I don't identify as any I identify as hey that's cool <laughs> you know that's all I identify as I don't think I don't think sexuality should be so politicized I really don't I think it's more of a uh, it's like it's like whatever feels good if you're hot you're hot you know no red traps no no. <laughs> no commies in the fun house, man. Um, uh, this is something I noticed this week. This uh, this really super brought me down. No. Um, there's a uh, a private non-profit uh, space exploration uh, yeah. company. You know, it's like SpaceX or one of those fucking things uh, called Mars One that put out feelers for uh, people to volunteer as Mars colonists. I would do that you know? in a fucking heartbeat. That seems so Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> because there is 99.999% chance that you're never coming back, <laughs> because there's just no way to get you back, so you're going to go to Mars and you're going to die on Mars. There's only like 99.9%. They just say they're not. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, you're not getting back, like, unless, unless we bend right. physics. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, they, you know, there's no, it's not like being an astronaut where you've got to do crazy shit and, like, get into, you know, like, pressure chambers and whatnot. The most, it's, this is straight from the release. The most important criteria, officials say, are intelligence, good mental and physical health, and dedication to the project. Wow. Wow, obviously. Now, even those three things eliminate 99% of people that I know. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of fucking car thieves signing up for it's, that shit. <laughs> it's rare that something, something like this, I look and it makes me step back and look at my entire life uh, and be like, oh shit, I really fucking yeah. zagged somewhere where I should have zigged. Because <laughs> yeah. um, almost nobody I know is fit to... Nobody I know is fit to die on Mars. No, it's true. And it's not like I know science. It's like, oh, nobody I know is fit to, you know, do experiments with magnetism on Mars. No, of course not. Why would they? No, nobody I know is fit to live on another planet and just die there. Actually, that, that means that nobody I know is fit to get to another planet. Those are the people who would flip out mid-journey. <laughs> Which is, how, long is this, how long is the journey? I was going to ask. I don't, I don't know. I have, I just, it, I, it doesn't matter. No, it's true. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Like, plus, it's like, I like the, the thought of, like, the buyer's remorse. Like, once you got to Mars and you're stuck with these, like, assholes <laughs> who did meet that criterion. <laughs> and, like, you're just like, ugh, and there's no trip back. No. I was thinking about it last night, about what an unbelievably fucking, like, the amount of manic weirdos you would get for that. Like, that, that spaceship would have, like, a wing where it's just, like, fucking tattoo parlor where they listen to Elvis all day. And, oh, like, yeah. No, you know, totally. all this fucking horseshit. There'd be, like, an MMA wing of the fucking ship where guys just, like, whoop the shit out of each yeah. other all day. It would just be some, like... I, I have no reason to get up in the morning, It'd dude. Be, he's going for it. It would be, like, exactly like Total Recall, but without the three-titted woman. That's exactly... You're perfectly correct. It would just be a fucking drag, but there would be, like, you know, Mars would have, like, a cute roller derby team, and, like... Uh, like None of that would happen with that with those people. Like, it's, you're, no. you're overselling it. It's just going to be really boring. That's true, Justin. It's terrible. <laughs> like you're just going to be stuck on a goddamn spaceship forever with, like, these terrible people who are, like, mentally, physically fit, and, like, you aren't going to be able to get any new... Uh, 
video games or anything like that. So you're like just yeah, stuck no, that's sitting it. there. You'd have read whatever yeah. playbooks books could you take. Like, it's kind of like working at Borders. Yeah, it would be essentially like working at the worst <laughs> job ever. Yeah. Like it would nothing to do. I worked at two different Borders actually. And uh, each one had a manager who wore Birkenstocks and had a like an insulated steel coffee mug. And like a lanyard with like, hey, I read a book today. Fuck you. Or that kind of buttons. Those kind of buttons on his fucking thing. Yeah, that would. That's what it would be like. The people who aren't fun, like the yeah. uh, the people who like uh, steal your parking spot at the co-op. Fucking assholes. Well, I remember, and I would agree, uh, but I've done it every bad job I've ha- ever had, which is try to start fights between other people. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That, that's all I would do the whole trip is try to see if I could get get uh, somebody wound up so they could start a fight with somebody. <laughs> Oh, well, I, Louise had told me something a little bit different. I, um, why, why don't you tell me what happened? <laughs> Louise. I want to be stuck on an interplanetary spaceship with somebody named Louise. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know how she is. You know how she she's very passive-aggressive. And I'm, I'm not saying that you're maybe weak, but I'm just, I, I maybe would have... I, I would have stood up for myself. I don't know. It, I, it's not my place to talk about it. I like where this uh, conversation is going. <laughs> uh, somebody asked me, what's the longest amount of time you spent in a serious relationship with one woman? I like how he denoted one woman. <laughs> like, like uh, my, my time of polygamy does not count. Uh, that would be two and a half years. Uh, I dated a beautiful young woman uh, when we lived in New York City together. Man, that was two years, huh? Was, uh, two and a half years. That was about two years, yeah. Two-ish, two-ish years, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was, um, <clears throat> it was great. Uh, it was great until it wasn't. And uh, <laughs> as all good things go. As it always is. As it always is. Um, but that was cool. Andrew and I actually shared a city down in, in New York for a while. That was fun. We, uh, we tortured our respective girlfriends by watching nothing but Neil Young videos, which was yeah. <laughs> amazing. Hey, come we let's eat Ethiopian food and then go watch Neil Young videos. Like uh, we were the only two that enjoyed that Ethiopian food. <laughs> Everyone else was uh, was really really disappointed Look, in if it. If you don't like Ethiopian food, you're a fucking square. All right, I'll say that about it. And if you don't like eating thick soup out of a diaper. Mm-mm, <laughs> You know, and that Ethiopian shit, that does look like shit. That, oh, without a doubt. Maybe that food does look, but it tastes so tasty. It could be shit. Looks like what my cat left on my bed before. Oh, the uh, <laughs> cat-ass juice, man. Cat-ass juice. Cat-ass juice. Yeah, cat-ass juice world tour. Get it together. You know, and it's really cool that we're vibing on this level, because this is exactly how we used to talk when we would share the front seats in the van. Yeah. Ooh, this is 4 a.m. shit right now. We're just trying to stay awake. <laughs> we have a very fragile and wonderful dynamic. Remember when Sean Duty got the bottle of water and we were so tired that we thought this bottle of water was like the funniest fucking thing when we borrowed that van that couldn't take take in gas for some fucking reason? <laughs> and we're like, I bet Sean Duty gets a fucking bottle of water. I bet he gets a bottle of water and then like he comes in the van and we're all quiet. And I'm like, hey, John Diddy, what'd you get in there? And he's like, uh, oh, I got some, uh, you know, I got a fucking Twix. Whatever. I got a fucking Twix. And I'm like, what else? And he's like, a bottle of water. <laughs> Man, those long drives, you get the giggles on some Jesus really, really Christ, weird shit. <laughs> that was the tour we, uh, that, was the, that was after the Canadian tour with Bane. And uh, they were, uh, that was an interesting time. That was, uh, that was the... Uh, 
That's when we rented the uh, the van that runs on vegetable the oil. The green van. Yeah. And if you uh, if anyone hasn't driven one of these before, it's it's on some shit where when you turn the van off, it needs to you know like power <laughs> down. It takes like five minutes before it actually shuts off. Which is great so, at the border when they tell yeah you to turn we got your to the border. Off. And uh, they're like, all right, shut the, shut the vehicle down, please. We shut it down, and it doesn't shut down. And they're, like, about to hit the sirens and, you yeah, know, like, were... pull their guns on us and whatnot. And the woman's like, oh, it smells like popcorn. Okay, you can go. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> yes, we have a it – was, it was the most nervous I've ever been. Um, F, but I, that was the tour, too. I kept drinking. I had nothing but Coke and uh, Coffee Crisp the entire time I was up there. I was like a little kid in Canada. Whenever I go to Canada, I'm like a little kid. Um, including going to see the Bouncing Souls at some point. <laughs> um, oh, hell. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, for the uh, sixth installment of Overnight Drive, I will now tell you my story about losing my virginity in a uh, shit shack on the outskirts of my hometown. Uh, it was earlier in the day. We were riding around. Uh, three, I was three across in the back seat of a uh, 1987, 1987 uh, Chevrolet Camaro Berlinetta. I like that all these stories involve you laying across the laps of people in the back of the car. Well, I was the low asshole on the totem pole. <laughs> so, I was a low asshole on the totem pole. So, I would have to like... And I was also the fattest. Because these were all like tall, skinny metalheads with like fucking jackets on. Exactly how you'd expect it. Like, yeah. they call, casting call for a fucking motorhead video. There they were. And they made, they clowned me hard because I had a white jean jacket. And everyone else had like a dark black or like a blue jean jacket. <laughs> and they clowned me bad. And I, but the thing was, I had kind of like a, I had like a thing. I, I kind of like winger. I still do. I kind of liked Queensryche. They called it Queersryche. We're like, oh, you listen to fucking, mm, fucking. Man, we had a great time seeing Queensryche a couple we years saw ago. Queensryche together. And they even had like a weird army thing. And uh, he played saxophone at one point. <laughs> that was cool. I remember when they had their fucking stage show start halfway through. It got quiet for a second. And over the din of the crowd, I could hear you go, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, no shit. I didn't sign up for, I didn't sign up for Queensryche playing saxophones, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Play Empire. So this was the this was the summer, man. This was the summer. I was fifteen years old. Just turned fifteen. Fresh meat. Young, dumb, and full of cum. Right? We're riding in the round of the Berlinetta. Uh it is, was really loud. It had a manifold leak, so it was really loud. And they kinda liked it that way. It also had a glass pack muffler that some guy bought at this place called the Joy Store. Um, <laughs> this is the guy Dan drove it around. And uh, it was Dan, and it was fucking John Otruba. Oh, my God. I remember all these fucking names all of a sudden, man. Donnie, Donnie's Woods was in there, man. All these people, yeah. man. Fucking Jason Clapper. <laughs> What's up, bro? If you're listening to that shit, man. Fucking wherever, whatever penitentiary you're fucking listening to this in right now. Um, <laughs> what's up? You're all like 45 right now. So, what up? Uh, or 50. Fucking 50. Because some of these dudes were like legit 30 years old. Hanging out with a 15-year-old. Bringing me up right. Listening to Halloween. Running, running fucking red lights and shit. You know what I mean? Putting bleach on the ground. Spinning out the wheels in the fucking phase parking lot. You know, that's where I was at at 15, motherfucker. Life, life is easy now. Life is easy. Okay, so there was this girl named uh, girl named Sarah who I hadn't 
who was significantly older than I was. She was, she was 21. Imagine, like, for a moment, a girl who looked exactly like Susie Sue from Susie and the Banshees, only younger and hotter. I'm going to let you just lay back and imagine that, girls and guys who are listening. I'm marinating. Uh, she was... Uh, I didn't know what I because back then I watched like you know Seika take you know fucking Emmanuel in Paris you know and I thought like <laughs> and I'd never seen like a real fucking hot girl before I really hadn't you know because I and and she was the first vision of of beauty that I had ever laid my eyes on honestly and I immediately knew I had a type then because you know? <laughs> she had like a fucking she had like a cool tattoo and like. Starting a fucking dangerous trend of me dating girls with tattoos, but that's another story. Um, had a really cool tattoo and like had like, f- like fucking long, like cool earrings, and her hair was like different than any other girls. Because a lot of the other girls had like the t- the tease top with the fucking blowout back or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like the real shitty like fucking I work at Caldor's fucking haircut, you know. But this girl like knew what she was doing. She had gone to art school in Utica and come back and like. Was very like you know oh you went to art school in Utica New York like wow you're very well versed in all that other shit subtext failed out of art school yeah failed out of fucking art school back in Glens Falls on your ass living at your fucking parents house but did I know that at the time no I thought she she might as well have been you know Susie Sue she might as well have been famous you know because she was so hot and I I learned that was the first time that I had ever felt that that humiliation that comes by from seeing a woman who is so impossibly hot. That you'd never have a chance with her ever. And just the very sight of her makes you very sad. You know, and, and that happens to me quite a bit. More now than it did back then. <laughs> but it, uh, <laughs> it, it makes you wonder, it makes you question your validity as a person. Not only as a man, but as a person. Because if a woman is that beautiful, it just means that you are, you are such a fucking hill creature that you can never find. You would never have that. You, there's like, I'll never own a Ferrari. Or, uh, you know, I'll never ascend to those heights. That's what I thought. And I realized that, and I processed that very quickly. Um, but this girl had hung out. This girl had, had kind of rolled back into town uh, in the beginning of July. And she, we, had, we had hung out uh, in a large group, um, at, which I mentioned uh, in a few podcasts ago, with this, this kind mm-hmm. of like flop house apartment, uh, which was uh, on, the, on the ground floor of a house. But the upstairs was also claimed uh, because I think that the landlord is really lax and they're like, well, fuck it. You know, we're going to have like, you know, we're going to have like the fucking party all the time, 24-7 metalhead house. We might as well open up the top. So they went up the stairs and kicked the fucking door down. And now it was like nonstop party house. It was great. So step away from like a shooting gallery. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, there was parties where like... This one girl uh, named Janie Girl would like just sit on the couch upstairs and blow people. <laughs> <laughs> it's the second time Janie Girls Janie fucking girl. made a way to this podcast. Wow, it just people would just be like walking a dude, drunk dude with his drunk dick in his hand walking up the stairs. Janie Girl, I'm coming. <laughs> Janie, oh, I'm coming, Janie Girl, I'm coming. And they wouldn't even lock to close the door. And be like. Ben Roethlisberger just randomly stumbles. Yeah, in. but Ben Roethlisberger comes in with his cock in his hand. That's just gonna happen when you have a set up like that. Baby girl, and then it'd be like fucking. He'd be like, "Oh yeah," and upstairs, "Oh yeah," and weirdly, like Wu Tang Clan would be playing. You know, like, oh god, a weird scene, like weird scene. Um, or some rap. I don't know Wu Tang. I don't know. Uh, 
Okay, so there's a house party. You know, we're going and we call it the house. Right? We're going out to the house. Uh, I need a ride, obviously. It's out uh, in the the colorful, interesting part of town, I guess you could say, in a <laughs> rural rural uh, <laughs> of a rural upstate New York town. It was the wrong side of the highway, I guess you could say, the western part of the uh, the city. Um, and uh, it was a it was a shit trap. It was a really bad house. The the rugs had uh, piss and beer soaked into them, and they smelled terrible. Black mold was forming. I'm just trying to set the scene here. It turns out that that's that's that Sarah, the uh, the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life, um, had uh, started crashing there, living there. Uh, the, the lights were kind of on and off. Um, so I go to a party there and I'm like talking, you know, I have, remember I have a Megadeth, oh no, I have a Carcass, uh, Reek of Putrefaction long sleeve shirt on, right? And like I'm wearing, and for a change of scenery, I'm wearing like tight, I'm like tight corduroys, (laughs) (laughs) which was great, you know, like tight cords. I'm like trying to, you know, and I have also, I have like real genuine issue army boots because my father loved the fact that I wanted to wear army boots. Which which foretold the uh, inevitable wanting to join the army, but um, that was a little while later. Um, so we're partying, everything. People are drinking, bullshitting, standing around, drinking, fucking smoking weed. Um, she's got fucking oh, so hot, right? She's got like tight black jeans on. Still, the look I still fucking love. Tight black jeans on. Of the this fucked you up. Oh, it's tight black jeans on. She's got like a black kind of tank top on with a bunch of cool necklaces, black leather jacket, hottest fucking hot hair. Oh, so hot. Of course, I'm 15, so I don't think that she notices I'm staring, but I'm really staring at her. <laughs> and, uh, and, and they're like, uh, and she's, you know, notices this. And she's like, just points at me and laughs. Like, she's like that, <laughs> like that kind of person, right? Like, ha! You know, like real, like the real honest, like not like anybody out there who's ever dated like a really truly nuts woman would be like, you know, like she just does weird shit. Like she just look at you and be like, fuck, you're eating ta-, you know, like you went to, you went to the taco truck and she just like, she's so drunk that she just looks at somebody and just says, fuck, you know, it's really fucked up. So, um, nice. The night is progressing. Night is starting to turn into day. And people are, you know, the party's starting to wind down. They lit a fire outside, and you can smell it throughout the house because <laughs> all the windows are either smashed or open, <laughs> or or open uh, with no. It's a significant portion yeah. of wall missing. Smashed, yeah. Open with no screen. Somebody had spray painted the wall. You know, like I think somebody actually, I think somebody uh, at one point like sprayed like tried to do like a Motorhead logo or like a Metallica logo and stopped halfway through. <laughs> um, there was like a kind of a, a shit den, and there was a, like the obligatory kitchen table piled with shit. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of I'm talking, I'm kind of hanging out, and this girl comes. I'm swear to God, this happened. This is why I'm such a well-adjusted individual because this type of shit happened to me when I was 15. This girl comes up to me, and, and I'm like, my heart is in my fucking throat. <laughs> my heart starts beating because she's just close to me. That's how electric my my sexuality was at the time, where I can just be like, I I I I, 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 I even now I just can't. It just the mind boggles my mind. 
<laughs> and she looks, looks at me and she says, I pick you. <laughs> I fucking love that. And I'm like, oh. And she's like, come here. And she grabs me by my shirt and pulls me into her, like, room, fumbling with the fucking doorknob, like the, the cheap fucking doorknob, fumbling, and she's got the fucking mattress on the floor, another theme in my life, sleeping with girls who have the mattress on the fucking floor, <laughs> milk crate, fucking night t- nightstand, uh, d- clean and dirty clothes pile everywhere, uh, uh, no posters, just kind of like a fucking flop house, a TV on a, a t- <laughs> TV, rabbit ear TV on, but the sound's off. Test pattern on. I'm mean, honestly, I remember all of this so vividly. Turns around and just looks at me, and and she's wearing this like thick lipstick that has been sort of, kind of sort of smeared from from drinking out of bottles and cans and kissing other people all night. <laughs> and she kisses me, and it's my first kiss ever. And I'm like, my heart on is is uh, like all of the blood in my body is in my heart on right now. <laughs> And I, I don't I do not know I am in a social situation where I do not know what to do at all, nor do I know how to kiss. Uh, but I, I'm like okay, okay, so I'll keep opening my mouth like a fish, like a fish. And I'm like brah, 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 and uh, she senses that I'm I've lack experience, and I think she enjoys this fact. And if you li- if this person is listening. Uh, uh, She's not, so I can keep talking, keep going. <laughs> well done. Well done. Um, we start kissing, and, and and her hand starts going down like on, on my cock, and I, I'm I'm just like, I, I can't do anything. I'm completely paralyzed in this like paroxysm of, of even if that's even a word, I don't even know peroxide fucking paroxysm of fucking ecstasy. I don't know what I don't know what's going on, and I like it, you know. Um, I remember the first time you have another person that's not you touch your dick. It is the weirdest fucking sensation on earth. Burned into my brain. Oh, it is great. It is awesome. It is it is uh, pleasure spiked with pain. <laughs> to quote the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, <laughs> which I just did. That was weird. I hate myself a lot. <laughs> I hope I die soon. But anyway. Um, so... Back to the story at hand. I am wearing I'm I'm wearing my my black long sleeve over a chubby body, uh, fully developed genitals, not quite developed body. I still have baby fat and everything. Not quite hairy yet. It's really if you if I can put cast a gross din on this story. That's my body is in. Let's say I'm in a trans transition phase as a man. Um, it's a weird time in your life. It's a weird time in my life. I'm in my awkward period right now. You know, I'm a 15 year old hanging out with 30 year olds. Getting blown by a girl named Janie Girl, whatever you know. Um, she's, but she gets, she gets kind of sweet, and she just like, this is like, I remember her eyes. She just look, pulls back, and she looks at me, and she just like pushes me back, and I fall on my ass on her bed, and she just jumps on top of me and starts kissing me like fucking crazy, right? And I'm, I, and, and I'm, I'm like, I never thought it would happen to me, but there I was. <laughs> Making out with the hottest girl on fucking planet Earth, and kissing me, touching me like uh, it's her her breath tastes like cigarettes and like 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 teeth and gums that haven't been brushed in a few days and like and beer like different types of fucking beer and, and booze 
and it's it's ecstasy. It's the best taste I've ever had in my life, and it's so good. And she she eventually works her her way down, and, and she starts blowing me, dude. Right? And I, you think that I would immediately like? I'm wearing first of all, I'm wearing really, really, really white tidy whitey bot it's like but but i i i had put like baby powder in my underwear and like i i put too much in and i looked down and my like the base of my cock was covered in baby powder (laughs) (laughs) so she's blowing my baby powder cock right and you think i and i'm in that zone where you can never come like you're so turned on that your body is just like I don't know what to do, so I'm not going to do anything. Um, and you're like full on deer in headlights at this point. Full on deer in the headlights. I just know that this is so awesome, dude. <laughs> and, um, she just starts going, and and she's like, hold on, and she sits up on her knees and takes off her fucking jacket, and she takes off her tank top, revealing these like. Oh god, these boobs that are so like firm and nice, and they are perfect. And her hot necklaces are down between them, and and it just looks so great. <laughs> and and then she she continues and and she's like, uh, it continues blowing me. And she I think she thought that that was going to do the trick that she could get out of like, you know, doing whatever she needed to do with me. Uh, I think she was trying. No, nope. she might have might have been starting to sober up a little bit. Meanwhile. My mm. pants are down around my knees. Uh, my, my awesome corduroys are down around my knees with my baby, fill, baby powder filled tidy whities And uh, my <laughs> carcass Reacher Putrefaction shirt, which is now, now has pre-cum stains on it. Uh, as many do. As many, as many will do, yeah. Hope this isn't too graphic for everybody, but I'm going to continue. Um, I feel like there's a lot of people listening who are doing this. Right? Then what happened? Oh, then, I, then, I, okay, I, I then think, what happened? Yeah, I think like a lot of that probably going on at home right now. I think some people might might, might try to get a nut off this, so I'll continue. Um, we'll see what happens. Well, she uh, stands up and she undoes her pants. She has this this like be- this like gold belt buckle, like the the belt the belt that crosses that people used to wear. Uh, you know, like it crosses in the front. You know For what some I mean. Reason that sold it super strong. Yeah, to me. you know what I mean, right? Like that, that really just brought yeah. it home. So fucking hot, unbelievably hot. Takes it off, and she like, you know, pull, pulls down to reveal that she's not wearing any underwear. She has like this great, a great. She has this great bush, right? And it is like it is the it is so, and that's why I think to this day I prefer a woman to have pubic hair because. I was going to say, this explains a lot yeah, about you. It does, and, and it's, it's so good, and I don't, I don't know. And she's like, I've got a better idea, she says. And she, whereas I was just laying there, and my, my cock is in the air, and she was like, she straddles me and, and lowers herself onto me. Now, if any of you out there have come, they've just come with that, this is the sexiest story ever, I'll stop for a minute. but And it is like... The, the cra- it's like it is like uh, I don't even hear at that point, nor do nor can I see. And the fact I'm actually like breathing so heavily that I'm like I'm like starting to see stars. Like I think I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> she's rocking it. She's a pro. I mean, she's probably been with like a hundred people. You know, like, I'm thinking this is special. She probably like you know she probably fucked like the, like a dude named Don like ten minutes ago. You know? <laughs> And I'm thinking it's like, you know, I'm not, 
But I'm, but for me, I'm in the fucking, I'm in the fucking pleasure dome at that point. You know, I could do no wrong. And, uh, um, and then I, I like, uh, I finally cap off and it's like mission control. I was like, well, uh, 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 and she immediately, like, she just, sta- all she, did, all she did was just stand up like it very, <laughs> Very dexterous, like what I'm about to cap. She just stands up, and I just shoot everywhere. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, she can really read the situation pretty well. Yeah, she was a lot for, of experience for being like probably on pills and fucking heroin and whatever. She was like really on on the ball with not getting pregnant because I didn't know what the fuck to do, you know. And um, I was just like, that's I was just like, that's awesome. This was just so awesome. This was awesome, and like I, I'm definitely in love, hundred percent, hundred percent, and. Um, by then she's pretty sober, you know, and uh, she's had multiple orgasms because I'm such a hot lover. Not really. <laughs> and um, I, I don't even mop up. I just pull my pants back up, and uh, I don't even think about that. I just actually thought about that for the first time. How gross that was that I had sex dick, and I just pulled my pants up. And now I have sexy sex dick with baby powder also on them. Yeah, that's. Uh... And she's like, yeah. so she's <laughs> like, fucking awful. so there's like, uh, we're kind of near like a firehouse and there's a, a Hannaford, there's a shop and save supermarket kind of like a mile away. So she's like, I'm thirsty. Let's go to the supermarket. Yeah, let's go to shop and save. So we're walking and, uh, you know, we're just bullshitting. And she's like, so that was your first time, huh? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like really bashful, like yeah, it was, that was it. That was it. It was my first everything, first blow, first kiss, you know, first time I touched a boob, first everything. And she's like, "Oh, thank God! I thought you were just really bad at it." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's my virginity story. And I was, uh, whatever happened to her? Where where'd you lose track of her? Uh. uh Really funny story. She uh, lives in Seattle and works for the Starbucks Corporation. Oh, fucking A. Jesus <laughs> Christ. All right. Our live Seattle show is shaping yeah. up um, pretty efficiently. Yeah. Live from Seattle. Uh, I I really want to have all of these people come together. Uh, I looked her name up not too long ago on Facebook and I found her. I did not add, did not add her, but I definitely found her. Uh uh, po- postscript. Uh, that was not the first. That was not the last time we did it. Uh, we uh, um, uh, we did it a few more times after that, and briefly dated over that summer. All over, right, over that summer. So we used to drive around the, in the uh, Adirondacks and listening to a Slayer mixtape I had made her, and um, we would like walk around in the woods and shit, and it was uh, uh, everything was cool. So happy end. <laughs> <laughs> happy end. Happy ending. No pun intended. Happy uh, ending. Um, so for all you fucking guys out there who have a fucking awful virginity story, ha ha, motherfuckers. As I say every podcast, line up and suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with uh, with that, I think it's. Uh, I think we're good to call it after that. I think we've uh, we've we've filled the content that we we intended to fill tonight. Safe to say, uh, that's it. But hey, uh, thank you all for listening so much. You, you downloaded our podcast uh, over three thousand times. 
Yeah, we got a spike, a huge spike in people downloading this week. It's uh, it's yeah. really awesome. Thank three, you. Three thousand three thousand downloads in a week and a half, which is great. Thank you so much. I don't know who, I don't know what Chinese fucking robots, World of Warcraft <laughs> robots are downloading our podcast, but thank you so much. God, I fucking love China. Keep, uh, keep up. All right. Keep up the- this is Overnight Drive. This- you can get us at OvernightDrive.com. You can get us on iTunes. If you download us on iTunes, do me a favor, leave us a review, uh, leave us that little fucking star rating system, give us a five, give us whatever you think is appropriate. One. Um, all those little stupid things help out. Uh, if you're like a, a tinfoil hat guy and you don't like iTunes, uh, you can find us on Stitcher Radio. That's uh, that, that's your non-iTunes connection. Yep. Uh, and I usually post the like the direct link too on uh, on the Tumblr. If you're like a, a serious, you know, if, if you're like the weird audio file needs to catalog all your shit on your fucking gigantic NAS drive or something, we you know we got you covered there too. Yeah. Um, Facebook.com slash Overnight Drive. Find me. Twitter.com. Find me on Facebook. Overnight underscore drive. What's that? Find me on Facebook. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, we're both individually on Facebook. You can uh, you can find us on there. Um, if you are one of Hans's many uh, internet lovers and, <laughs> and, and Seattle lovers, uh, get at us and we're yeah. going to we're going to book you on our live Seattle show whenever we uh, we both find our place, <laughs> find our way to Seattle. <laughs> Yes, we will uh, live. Uh, I'd see us uh, summer twenty thirteen live from Seattle uh, when we get really famous. It'll be uh, live from a Sonics game, It'll be, uh, <laughs> or whatever. Uh, there's almost no chance that you will hear this in time to act. But uh, January eleventh, my uh, my my current band, Hans's former band, uh, Self Defense Family, playing in uh, Bushwick, Brooklyn. Uh, January 12th, playing in uh, Cambridge, Mass. January 13th, playing in uh, Burlington, Vermont. I don't have the exact info in front of me, but you almost certainly have Google closer to you than I do, so uh, just Google it. Uh, got anything you need to plug this week? I heard that you're opening for Cat Butt Juice in Burlington. Can you confirm that? <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's pretty cool. I'm, uh, I'm going to bring all my DJ shit, and we're going uh, to have a spin-off. In classic washed-up hardcore guy uh, fashion, I am DJing a nightclub tomorrow night, <laughs> uh, spinning a tallow disco for an hour at a place called Elda's. Uh, you won't hear it in time, but uh, from 10.30 to 11.30. And, uh, tire- you might. If I have a slow day tomorrow, I might cut this and get it out in time. We'll see what happens. That'd be great. Or, uh, clock's running. Uh, yes, come to uh, Elda's, where you can eat Italian food and listen to uh, bad dance music. <laughs> Congratulations! I've I've hit the stereotypical former hardcore dude, uh, DJ at a nightclub and drink PBR. Here I am, Justin. Kiss, right. Justin Kiss is always uh, is is my homeboy, and I'm really glad that I can shout out to him, even though he's sitting right here. Shout Our out, gracious host, very gracious host. I can sit at his house and use his internet and drink his soda. And he also, and he's like the Robin Quivers of our uh, podcast, where he has his worthy quips every so often. So thank you, Justin. Justin doesn't give a shit at all. But no, he's not even in the room. He walked away. <laughs> Justin also has a mean cat. 
So I just thought I'd let everybody know that. Hey, shout out to Mike Tash, by the way. Hey. What has Mike Tash done lately? Uh, no, he just, you know, hit me up on the Facebook today and said, Hey, bro, love the podcast. My girlfriend and I listen to it all the time. Oh, there you go. So Hi, nice. Mike Tash. Hey. I'm, I'm glad you're listening to me talk right now. Yeah. Hey, dude. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, here we go. Cue the music. All right. It's been real. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.